This is Communications Officer Jim Minns. On the podcast this week... The member may want flexible work because of elder carer responsibilities or they might have a partner that's ill. And sometimes managers don't realise that they do have to work out how to get around that and we can assist them with that. We can assist the members and we can assist the managers working their way around how to to ensure that everybody gets what they need. We look at flexible work, the concept of flexible work in the workplace and how our members can attain it. I'm joined by Senior Organiser Anne Keneally, Industrial Officer Rachel O'Shea and Senior Industrial Officer Greg Shaw. Thank you everyone for being here on the PSA CPSU New South Wales podcast today. We're here to talk about flexible work. Now, uh, a lot of people, a lot of our members may not know that this is a benefit that they may have access to and we want to have a conversation generally about what it is, what it can provide, the health benefits and how easily or not easily it is to attain for someone in the public service. Does anyone want to start off on what exactly is flexible work? Uh, Yeah, sure, Jim. Um, A lot of people think that um, flexible work is just flex time. Um, It's much more extensive than that. It can include anything from working from home, part-time leave without pay, changing your hours around, um, purchase leave and so forth. A lot of people, a lot of our members have experienced um, working from home during the COVID-19 pandemic and um, it was interesting before that um, so many managers in the New South Wales public sector and the higher education sector would say that working from home is too hard to do. Well, clearly it's not. It's something now that our members are looking at to see whether they can continue doing working from home if it suits their needs. I, we find that a lot of the problems with obtaining flexible work practices is the intransigence of middle management not wanting to actually do it. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's not that we don't have the provisions in the awards or the enterprise right. agreements. It's just that managers go, no, this is too hard, we don't want to do it. Rachel O'Shea, what's your insight been like from the membership? My experience too has been the same. It's been managers not being able to – not actually having a lot of understanding about it and not knowing how to utilise it. But you can utilise it as well as having people on the, in the workplace at different times so you're covering more hours as well. So I think it's a benefit for workers and also for companies or management or departments as well. Yeah, Greg, what's the experience of people obtaining flexible work? Well, I currently look after the school's members for the PSA their new award um, increase their span of hours. So within the award, there's a clause which enables the school uh, support staff with the principal to put in a arrangement that suits them. Mm. Individually, people can work part-time uh, a couple of days a week or vary their hours with the support of the principal. But it usually centres around the school needs, uh, the student needs right. normally. Mm. But it, it is available, but sometimes some principals may not want it because it might be a bit difficult, might be a bit beyond them because they tend to be workaholics and be at school all the time. So it is available to schools members, but um, it, particularly if they have a caring role for a, a, 
a child or for a parent or another family member. That That's the, a lot of our members in schools use it for that. So how are we as a union resolve people's issues around wanting to access flexible work but having been denied so in the workplace? Do we have a role there to facilitate? Oh, look, absolutely we do. Um, m- members come to us um, all the time uh, wanting to obtain flexible working arrangements and often it's about trying to un- understand exactly what are the reasons they want that and what what are the reasons that the department or the employer deny those reasons or do not deny providing that option of flexible work. Obviously we need to look at the situation of the work that the members are doing. Some areas flexible work say in a prison is different to flexible work at a university or at a school so we do need to take into consideration the nature of the work being performed by our members but there's always a way that we can you know try to work around it to suit the needs of the members so the member may want flexible work because of elder carer responsibilities or they might have a partner that's ill and sometimes managers don't realize that they do have to work out how to get around that and we can assist them with that. We can assist the members and we can assist the managers working their way around how to, how to ensure that everybody gets what they need. I've had the experience also, Anne, of um, managers not knowing how they're going to utilise it, having a meeting with HR, saying that they don't know how to utilise it and getting them trained, which is a really, really good thing. The nine to five standard hours can always be shifted around somewhat. So getting training for managers on how to utilise it. They kind of look at you like, oh, another thing I have to do. Mm. But it is beneficial for everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. And our schools organisers usually have a good network of delegates. So if there's a problem in a school, they'd uh, ring up the delegate and or member and they'd go and meet with the members and talk to the principal. Yeah. And if it can't be resolved in the school, we'd escalate it to the district educational leader, which is like the old superintendents. But um, we try and work it out locally. So what we should um, end on really is is perhaps letting members know who are interested in this as an option for them that there may be a stigma around it that we're trying to overcome, but it's something that they do have access to and the union can assist. Absolutely. I mean... um for, for some sectors of the workforce, there, there is a stigma in you know, applying for, say, leave to um, or flexible working arrangements to look after your children. Um, unfortunately, we live in a society that values caring for women rather than for men. I mean, um, and we, we see time and again that um, more and more men want to have flexible work practices to care for their children. That's something that obviously we will support and support people in, in that process. I also just have to say it, it can be difficult too when you have a, a government that's constantly um, cutting jobs and making it more difficult for managers to be able to manage their staff. And if the New South Wales government wants to have flexible work on an if-not-why-not basis, they really need to ensure that they resource their um, public services better. If you're a public servant or work in the federal system and you're a member of the PSA, the CPSU New South Wales, call our Member Support Centre on 1300 772 679 if you're interested in pursuing flexible working arrangements and would like guidance from the union.
This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week. Thank you.